the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome back in. Hey, I quickly want to tell you about my friends at the Freedom Foundation. They created optouttoday.com. That's optouttoday.com. When you go there, you will see how simple and seamless it is to opt out of your union. Why is that important? Because it'll save you about $1,000 per year, and given by inflation, that's real money. Also, it'll play keep away. Your dollars will stay away from union bosses. We know monolithically support Democrats, liberals, and progressive agendas that are ripping our country apart. So thank you to the Freedom Foundation for freeing government employees from union bondage. And you can check it out again at optouttoday.com. That's optouttoday.com. And thank you to the Freedom Foundation for their continued support of the Ohio Press Network. All right, I'm going to bring him right in. Mark R. Weaver, he is author of A Wordsmith's Work, media law attorney, crisis communications advisor, adjunct professor, prosecutor, and uh, former deputy attorney general of the state of Ohio. Mr. Weaver, welcome back in. How are you today? Doing well. Always good to talk to you. Absolutely. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you what, <clears throat> I've got a little bit of heartburn over uh, this case. Uh, by the way, if you're listening, sometimes Mark and I will uh, exchange ideas before before uh, he comes on air. And uh, he pointed me to something that really is disturbing me. And the title of the article that was published by uh, one of our syndication partners, Real Clear Investigations, is Leniency on Tap for anti-Trump leaker of thousands of tax returns. Uh, Mark, this is sensational. Uh, Give us the facts of what's going on here with this former IRS contractor named Charles Edward Littlejohn. Well, before I talk about this case, imagine somebody who went back to a store every day and stole from it. I know in some places in America that's not being prosecuted, but (laughs) but that person would be charged for each of the thefts. You know, yes. Every day you go, you steal something, that's a separate count, and it's a separate crime. In this case, an IRS contractor, on different occasions, separately accessed what famous or wealthy people's tax returns and then leaked them to the media, the most prominent of which is former President Trump. Now, the Biden Justice Department could have brought numerous dozens of individual charges, just like you would if somebody stole from a store every day. Instead, they're recommending one single count, just one, for all of the dozens of times he did this. And mind you, one of the reasons the Biden Justice Department said they're going easy on him is because he gave it to reputable media organizations, and they cited the New York Times and the far left pro publica. And so Biden's Justice Department, same people going after President Trump with every possible count they could bring, bringing just one count against this guy who leaked illegally people's tax returns. And for our listeners, uh, pro publica, or however you pronounce it, is, is when you tie it back, is funded by George Soros, who's a Marxist. And uh, the New York Times, correct me if I'm wrong, Mark, but I, I believe in addition to BuzzFeed, the New York Times was probably out front 
in publishing, writing about, comment, commenting on uh, the the disproven Russia collusion hoax. Am I am I wrong on that? Yeah, of course. Uh, I think they got awards for that. And so th- this is two irresponsible journalist outlets, but the Biden Justice Department loves them because they're against conservatives. So they're going to give this guy a break because he gave it to the right people, don't you know? So there are 7,500 records. And what I'm hearing is he's he's being rung up on one, essentially. And that might result in, what, 60 months as a, as a maximum if he's convicted and uh, – and given them the maximum sentence, is that right? Yeah, I'd be shocked if he got 60 months. His lawyer is suggesting he should just get a few months. Because once again, if you, if you commit a crime uh, against the right people, then that's less serious. And, and you and I have talked about this in past shows, and our listeners probably know, the rule of law is being eroded in America, and it's causing a lot of people great consternation. It shouldn't matter who the crime victim is. We should prosecute every crime equally, but that's not what's happening under the Biden Justice Department. And you mentioned that because uh, the New York Times was involved, that the idea is he should have a lesser penalty. But looking at this article, Little John's lawyer noted in a motion asking for the judge for leniency that her client had been faithfully reading the paper and, quote, made up his mind to act, end quote, in response to the steady stream of anti-Trump articles it published. Manning is a partner in the Washington law firm, and Manning is his attorney, uh, that represented the Trump-Russia dossier uh, fabricator Igor Denchenko. So <clears throat> it's a reputable publication, and they say in, out of one side of their mouth, but then also, well, but my client was reading this paper and the anti-Trump rhetoric. I mean, this is crazy to me. How do you think this is going to end up? Do you think he's going to get a slap on the wrist? Is it a foregone conclusion? Boy, as you read from the article, the first word that comes to mind is collusion, but we've heard that word before, haven't we? Yeah. Uh, there seems to be some collusion here. Um, I do think he'll be sentenced to some prison time. Uh, it won't be as much as he deserves. Uh, and, this, and the news cycle would just move on, and the rest of us will wonder what crime will be excused next, because we're in an era of crimes being ignored, excused, and justified and uh, as a result, people are wondering whether the justice system itself is um, is being as objective as it was designed by the framers to be. Is there – 30 seconds on this and then we, we, we've got to pivot. Is there a way out of here, Mark? This Truly, this keeps me awake at night. The fact that this this Justice Department is so leveraged against political opponents, I'm on the wrong side. I mean, is it only a matter of time before folks like you and me uh, are in front of somebody who's biased and and (laughs) we're locked up and the key's thrown away? It really matters who we put in office. It really matters. We have to pay attention to who our prosecutors are, who our attorney general is, and who the president and and, and, and senators are who who nominate and uh, and who have to confirm judges and U.S. attorneys. Pay attention. Voting matters. Doing your homework matters. That's the only way through. Amen. Uh, The U.S. Supreme Court on Monday ordered Texas to allow federal border agents access to the state's border with Mexico, where Texas officials have deployed miles of barbed wire, essentially. And the ruling 5-4 Constitution gives the federal government sole responsibility for border security. Uh, What are your thoughts on that case? Well, 
kudos to Governor Abbott in, in Texas, who has said that they're going to continue to try to stop what is the slow motion invasion of the United States. And under federalism, of course, there's the supremacy clause, which means the federal government gets to enforce federal laws. But states have rights, too, particularly when they're bearing the brunt of this invasion of drugs and, and in many cases, criminals. And for those who are not criminals, a significant drain on the resources of government, which means taxpayers pay more. The Biden Justice Department, for whatever reason, and the Biden administration as a, as a whole, has turned its back on enforcement of border laws. Remember, Joe Biden swore an oath to faithfully execute the laws. That's part of the oath of a president. And the law says you can't let people in. They're letting them in. Texas is trying to do something about it. And the Biden Justice Department is using every resource it has to undo what Texas is doing. It's very troubling. So about a minute here, Mark, let me ask this dumb question. I know for a fact that universities are trying hard to ignore the SCOTUS rulings on affirmative action. I mean, if you're Governor Abbott or A.G. Paxton, why not just flip them the bird and say, we're going to do what we're going to do? I would never counsel anybody to go against a court order. And in this case, Governor Abbott is not. Simply, the court order was a very narrow question about whether, um, whether these barbed wire fences can be cut. It was not an order to tell Texas to not do something. So I've read Governor Tabbitt's letter. It's online. Everybody can read it. I do not think he's out of compliance with a court order. The left is well known for defying court orders. I don't think we should be in that business of defying court orders. And I think the governor of Texas is doing the right thing. Uh, Mark, uh, 30 seconds. Where can our listeners uh, read more of your stuff? I'm at Mark R. Weaver on, on Twitter and X. And I've got a book called A Wordsmith's Work, where I talk about communications on issues like this. That's on Amazon, A Wordsmith's Work. Mark Weaver, thanks for spending time with us today, sir. We deeply appreciate you. Always good to be with you. Thank you. And thank you for listening to 98.9 FM, The Answer. Stay tuned. Uh, a lot more for you. Are you looking for a lucrative side hustle? I want to tell you about the Alpha Beta Report. Get over to alphabetareport.com and you'll see my picture there and a green button. You click on it, type in my last name, W-I-N-D-S-O-R, and they'll give you a discount code. These guys are going to give you education on trading the markets, crypto, and they're going to show you how to turn a small amount into a towering asset. Whitney and I are excited to be on board with the Alpha Beta Report this year, and we're grateful for their support at the Ohio Press Network. So, again, if you're looking for a lucrative side hustle to turn a little bit into a lot, you need to check out the Alpha Beta Report at alphabetareport.com. Thank you again to Mark Weaver, author of A Wordsmith's Work. You know, I need to get a copy of that and read the whole thing. That's going to be my goal for the next week. And, uh, you know, he said something that's super important, and I'm going to reiterate it, and it's not verbatim, but in general, he said, you know, we're we're in this position where we have this two-tiered system of justice. And I'm not going to, I'm not joking when I say this, this keeps me up at night. It's extremely concerning 
you know, part of it is I'm in the weeds all the time, right? I'm, I'm reading this stuff. I'm analyzing this stuff. And you get to see the dark underbelly of what's really going on. And uh, we're not, it's not a bridge too far to say we are not very far away from a time where if you are on the wrong side ideologically, that if somebody wants to turn the dogs against you, they're going to find you. And not only are they going to find you, they're going to find a reason for you to be canceled, eliminated, imprisoned, whatever. And I genuinely am concerned about that. And, and Mark said, hey, elections matter. Your attorney general, your prosecutors, your president, your U.S. senators, they matter. I can't agree more. You know, George Soros uh, funded a lot of prosecutors around the United States. And you don't have to be super sharp to guess where the Soros prosecutors are and were when you look back to 2020. You look to you look at some of the big blue cities and you go, wow, of course, of course, that's where the, the Soros funding went. Of course, these are the people that are soft on crime. Um, it's an important comment. And, and I just want to remind you, I get that we are just we're a couple months away and you might be going, yeah, I don't want to think about this U.S. Senate race yet. I don't know who I'm going to vote for Congress yet. I, you need to wake up. You need to do your homework. And I mean, do your homework, not not the Columbus Dispatch. Not the Toledo Blade, not the Dayton Daily News, not Cleveland.com. Sorry, not sorry. I mean, that's what it looks like when the inmates take over the asylum. There are some writers. There was one guy, I should probably get his name and, and send him a thank you card, who writes for Cleveland.com in the midst of what was going on with both issue one initiatives last year, who actually had the gall to stand up and go, you know what? Cleveland.com's getting it wrong. Everybody here is writing about something, and they're not even telling you the whole truth. Yeah, there's like it's like one in a million folks like that. But we got to do our homework. So, <clears throat> pivoting to Columbus, um, on multiple occasions, uh, Mayor Andrew Ginther has said he won't rest until Columbus is the safest big city in America. Well, how's he doing? In uh, today's crime section of the Columbus Dispatch, Bethany Bruner breaks down some things. Um, non-fatal shootings in Columbus are steady, but the victims are younger. The overall number of felonious assaults, which include stabbings, beatings, or other injuries involving serious injury, excluding gunshots, increased by 50 from 2022 to 2023. Columbus Police Assistant Chief Greg Bodker said, the police officials are more alarmed by the percentage of people under the age of 21 who were victims of violence in 2022, 31% of victims were 21 or younger. That percentage increased to 40% in 2023. There was also a 40% increase in the number of people 21 or younger identified as criminal suspects. Sexual assault reports are, uh, are up slightly while robberies decline. Um, the overall number of robberies reported in the city in 20, 2023 uh, 1,415 rose slightly from 1,307 reported in 2022. Uh, the number of sexual assaults increased slightly from 2022. Uh, 1,223 were reported last year, um, and that remained down compared to 2021 when 1,323 were reported. But this is no surprise. Burglaries, car thefts continue to be 
a problem. The number of burglaries remained relatively steady year over year with an increase of less than 100 last year. So from 2023 uh, over 2022. Ohio law defines burglary as going into a home or otherwise occupied structure with the intent to commit a criminal offense such as theft. Robbery is defined under Ohio law as committing a theft with the use of force or the implication or threat of physical harm to the victim or another person. So here's the biggie. Car thefts continue to be an issue in 2023, even as the number of cars stolen overall declined from a record high in 2022. The percentage of stolen Kias and Hyundais reached 50% of all stolen cars in 2023, a new high for Columbus, uh, continuing a trend that started in 2021 and that has continued with little to no sign of stopping. Uh, Columbus police also touted uh, six iterations in 2023 of Operation Unity, uh, which are dedicated enforcement efforts in targeted areas that come with wraparound services and other follow-up for impacted neighborhoods. Those efforts resulted in more than 50 firearms being seized, as well as 22 stolen vehicles being recovered, more than 500 grams of fentanyl being taken off the streets. Uh, Well, that's good news. It's not good news that there's that much fentanyl on the street or illegally obtained guns. But, you know, the interesting thing is, and uh, I beat up on Zach Klein all the time, figuratively, figuratively. Uh, but here's a guy who um, wants to go after auto manufacturers because, you know, it's their fault that these cars are so easy to break into and steal. That's that's what Zach Klein wants to do. And I know that we've heard a couple of stories of minors who were found guilty of stealing cars who got a slap on the wrist and were back out and stole cars again. So instead of fixing that problem, Zach wants to go penalize auto manufacturers. Folks, elections matter, whether it's Andy Ginther, whether it's Zach Klein. Um, man, oh, man, so phone lines are open, 844-TALK-989. That's 844-TALK-989. Um, we have a lot in hour number two. Adam Hewitt will be here. We're going to talk about races for Congress. There are a lot. There are a slew of Republican primaries, and Adam's going to weigh in on some of those. You might have questions. Give us a holler. And then State Representative Reggie Stoltzfus, um, he's going to give us his platform for the seat that he's running for in the United States House. Uh, also, we're going to talk about the award that he recently received from the Institute for Legislative Analysis. Pretty impressive. And uh, get his thoughts on House Bill 68 since he was the co-author uh, or co-sponsor of the Save Women Sports Act, which was included with uh, House Bill 68, which makes it impossible for men to compete against women and be in their private spaces, among other things. So stay tuned. Hour number two, chock full of good stuff. And coming up right after this. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.